Welcome and thank you for tuning in. This is the Churn Daily Podcast with me, your host, Stephen Churn. All right. So before I get into today's show, I have to say thank you guys for the way that you supported the last episode in this podcast in general. The last episode was so well received. I received so many, you know, calls, texts, DMs of just positive feedback. And I got to say, man, it was overwhelming and it keeps me encouraged to be as consistent as I possibly can and to continue to do this so I can give more content to you guys. So thank you. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be doing a special giveaway. So if you're not following me on IG, Churn Daily already, you need to do that. Hit the notification because I'm I'm partnering with some great people and we're going to be giving away some stuff. That being said, it's time to jump into this week's breakfast. And I wanted to start by asking you a question. Like, have you have you ever experienced uh, an overwhelming abundance of thoughts when you start to focus on something that's bugging you? Like uh, something that's worrying you, something like it could be something as general as the direction of your life or you start focusing in on just something that doesn't make you feel good. Uh, Maybe it's something somebody said, something that you should have done or, you know, just things like that. And then you get this anxiety built up or these feelings and these emotions and they can be triggered by random things throughout the day, throughout the week. All these thoughts about how can you how can you overcome this? How can you fix this? And, and you never resolve it. You just put it away and it always comes back out. Well, this is the episode to listen to, because not only am I going to identify and deal with what that is, but I'm also going to give you a solid tool that help you navigate it and turn that energy into laser focus and crush whatever it is that you need to do. You know how we start this thing. We started with a quote every time. So I want you to lean in, turn this up and listen to this quote. The truth is you are where you stay. The truth is you are where you stay. (sighs) I want you to, to think about that for a second. You are where you stay. Now on the surface, some might actually disagree with that statement. You are where you stay. Like if I stay in a bad neighborhood, does that mean I'm, I'm I'm this, that, and the third? But I think what people really miss is that staying, that staying part, right? And it doesn't necessarily refer to a physical location, but a mindset, a situation, staying. Now, the, the trick is that as human beings, we see a choice as just one thing, right? But a choice to me is a continuation of choices strung together. So if you sit down, yes, you sit down, but you are continuing to sit. So that continuation, that state is you choosing to sit every second that you're in that seat. And so when we stay, we are aligning ourselves with where we're at. And the longer we stay, the more that becomes who we are, whether it's relationship, whether it's a mindset, whether it's a physical location and and to prove it. If you go to a country with a different accent, the longer you're there, the more likely you're going to start talking like that. The more likely you're going to start picking up the mannerisms. You are where you stay. And to be fair, staying is not always a bad thing. If you stay in a peaceful environment, you will become peaceful. The inverse is is true as well. If you stay in a chaotic or, or or hostile or angry environment, you will be, you will internalize the anger and you will become angry. If you stay in defeat, you will become defeated. So we get the concept that stay 
is a continuation of choices strung together to keep you in that spot. And if you don't move out of it, you continue. So you don't you you don't change it. You choose it. Understand that people don't drown by simply falling in water. They drown by staying in it. Whew, yeah, just bonus quotes. You guys are getting extra quotes this this episode. So, and that's to say that life sometimes will push you into something, or you will fall into something that you didn't realize what it was. But you continuing to stay there is your choice. So that brings me to the word of the day, rumination. So rumination is something that I've, I recently found out about, but it's perfect for what we're talking about. And don't worry, you don't have to get on your device and, and Google it really quickly or, you know, fake not like you understand what it is. If you do, great. Um, I'm going to read the definition to you and I'm going to um, break it down. And not only am I going to break down what rumination is and, and how we experience it, but I'm going to give you a powerful tool that allow you to break through this and gain laser focus. That's right. The, the version of you on the other side of this podcast using that tool is a better version. And like I said, I'm here to help you guys grow forward. So let's look at this word rumination. What does it mean? Rumination is the focused attention on the symptoms of one's distress and on its possible causes and consequences as opposed to a solution. Mm. Now, this is according to the response styles theory proposed by Nolan Hokusma in 1998. I probably butchered his last name. Now, what Nolan is saying is that you are focused on the causes, you're focused on the consequences and the symptoms of what is distressing you, but you are not transitioning to a solution. Now, this is something that may not necessarily be your fault. It's because of how we wired, right? And so these beautiful organs that we have, our brains, work in a very fascinating way. So our minds, right? We have two parts to them. We have the conscious and the subconscious. Now the subconscious is, is the automatic system that keeps us running. It processes all these things that are, are essential to us functioning and living. And it's things that if we had to consciously keep up with, we would cease to be. And then you have your conscious brain, which is you, your mind. Now, the conscious side is what you develop plan. You choose to take action on what interests you. It's you perceiving the world and reacting to it as you perceive it. And it's, it's something that you can assign focus to and to take focus away from. It's something that you can be passionate about. You get to assign these levels of energy and focus to whatever because it's you, it's your brain. You come up with these ideas and these solutions. Now, the issue happens when our subconscious, which is a problem solver, which is a fixer, registers something that it can't necessarily reconcile. So whenever somebody or something violates one of your values or something bugs you or something happens and you're not able to reconcile it, your subconscious takes that task on because it sees that it's bothering you and it's causing an impedance in how you function. And so it'll start running scenarios about it. So you find yourself thinking about the thing and you're using your imagination to kind of work a way out. Like it, it should have went like this. Or I wish I would have said this so I could probably do this, but this will happen. That's your subconscious trying to run scenarios and reconcile what you're thinking about, what you're worrying about. But because your subconscious is not your mind, it's not your conscious mind, it can't find a direct solution, right? It can only keep giving you options, 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 options. Now, the trick is, when this, this cycle happens, every time you do it, 
you're creating neural pathways and these neural pathways become stronger and stronger and stronger, sort of like building a habit of where you think about this thing so much, it goes back and forth so much that it creates a neural pathway. Just like you you walk in a trail every day, if many people walk it, it becomes clearer and clearer. And the path to the solution is never as clear as that. And what happens is in stress, we take the, the path of least resistance. So when we're triggered by the thing that somebody said, or they reminded us of our insecurity or the opportunity to stand up for ourselves lapses because we didn't take advantage of it, then we go to this, this space of least resistance and it's a perpetual cycle. Does that make sense? Hopefully it does. And, and I know this is something that we all experience, especially parents, entrepreneurs, people with careers, just people that that want to re- want to, to resolve things because we have an image of ourselves and, and how we want to live. And when we don't resolve it, our subconscious takes it on and it becomes worry and it becomes doubt and it grows in the background. And all of this is to say that we can program ourselves out of this. We can resolve these. We can reconcile these things. So our, our uh, subconscious has the bandwidth to get bigger and to focus on other tasks. Yes, that's right. We can actually program ourselves out of this. And I'm going to give you the, the means to do that. Like I teased before, the tool that you need to help you with this is called JOT, J-O-T, the JOT method. The JOT method stands for journaling organized thoughts. And so what this method will do if you use it effectively, it allows your subconscious to reconcile the things that it has stuck on replay. Now, the way you do this is you get a pen or a pencil, you get a sheet of paper and you make two sections. And at the two sections that you draw a line down the middle, uh, one section is going to be your conscious and the other section is going to be subconscious. And what you're going to do is you're going to bullet point and you're going to write different things that your subconscious that's bothering you, different things that that comes up that that aggravates you or that causes you to, to start this loop. So it could be, oh, I'm always late or I haven't been consistent with my diet or exercise or I've been meaning to, to tell this person how I feel or I don't like when such and such does this. So just whatever it is, write those things down. And I say write about six of them. And then on the conscious side, I want you to write resolutions to those things. And I want you to, to do it in a way where if it was somebody telling you their problem, not you, but if somebody was telling you a problem, how would you respond? How would you fix it? I want you to detach yourself from the emotional side of that, that, that subconscious worry and create uh, a solution, a simple solution for it. So I said before, I'm, I'm, I'm always running late. Well, structure your night out the night before. Try to create small tasks that help you be on time. I don't like it when such and such does this. Well, write down what you want to say. Write down why you don't like it. And then if send them a message, start the conversation. Uh, I, I haven't been successful with my diet. I haven't been successful with my art, my uh, exercise. Well, join groups, get encouragement, go with your friend, create easy routes for you to win and your diet. You know, just, just create these conscious solutions to it and you treat it like it's not you and it's like your little brother or somebody that you care about. And once you start doing that, that gives your subconscious practical solutions and it can stop running those scenarios in your mind. and You won't feel as overwhelmed with those thoughts and those symptoms and those consequences that you dwell on and they go away and they come back. Right. So as you guessed it, I want you to try out the JOT method 
that's going to be your leftovers and see how it helps you see how it affects you see how it relieves your stress down uh, because your subconscious is not eating up bandwidth in your brain trying to resolve issues because you're going to resolve them and your subconscious can go back to processing other things right so as always thank you for tuning in this is the churn daily podcast with me your host Stephen churn and until next episode continue to grow forward